0: Kia ora Tato. this is the blog post from the 5th of March 2020. It's been a while between blog posts or the recordings of them, Uh, but here we are, let's get into it. Uh, Last week I wrote about Ngahue coming to Aotearoa and paunamu finding him. Him taking some of that back to Hawaii to make into the toki, the adzes used to carve the tearua waka. And the impact of his exploration into the unknown so many generations ago was significant for the growth, development, and advancement of his people. I'm a living product of that, um, as I whakapapa to Nahui, into um, Tearua tupuna. In the same way, we make similar explorations in our own lives all the time. We consume new information, we have new experiences, we expose ourselves to new ways of thinking, doing and being. Ponamu in all its different forms find us, shape us, influence us and spark something in us to take action, to bring something back or to become something of impact. Big or small, it makes no difference. Whether us harnessing our gifts pulls and pushes the tides like hina, like the moon, or it fills a small puna, a pool um, that fills it enough for someone to drink from. Every drop contains a notion of possibility and everyone has their part, everyone has their role to play. Um, But what limits our ability to make the impact in the first place? What gets in the way of us understanding who we are and how we can express ourselves truly and to our capacity? Here's a theory. Let's take a figurative walk together. We're we conditioned to attach. No, we're conditioned to base our identity and our sense of worth, sense of value, on external roles and on positions, on materialistic objects that encourage us to to, to journey outwards in our pursuit of purpose and meaning and impact. And yeah, we learn a lot about ourselves with these experiences, but how much can we learn about ourselves if it's limited to just what we're good at or the path that's been laid out for us? Like, imagine you couldn't do what you're good at anymore. Imagine you're an athlete and you couldn't play or train. A singer who just found out that your voice is gone. Or you're a writer who's lost the ability and capacity to write. An artist without your art. Who would you be or what would you be without those external roles? Five years ago, I came to a crossroads where I had based my identity um, unknowingly at the time, but hindsight is a beautiful thing. Uh, Five years ago, I came to a crossroads where I had based my identity on being an athlete and being good at my job. Like, I wasn't me if I didn't do those things, basically. And then I got injured and didn't do my rehab properly. (laughs) Oops, Um, And I thought I was useless at my job uh, because of accumulative um, things that just all conspired at the same time. I thought I was useless at my job, so I ended up leaving that mahi. And all of a sudden, the two po or the two pillars that I leaned into to give my life purpose were gone. And at the time, it was confronting and anxiety-inducing and worrying the longer it dragged on because where what used to be the ocean floor or a sense of security was now pitch black from the depths of myself that I'd never known about before. The parts of me I never even thought to explore and learn about because I was preoccupied with this faux identity um, that was based on external things, like being the athlete or being good at my job and with those po those pillars out of the way i was free to test my f- metaphorical lungs out and see what was waiting for me in the depths of my mind my heart and soul and it's a continuous exploration as i continue to grow and evolve but one that i'm willing to pursue in the hope of letting more ponamu find me and in that process figuring out how that ponamu might help others maybe tena Tato hana um, this I will have to admit is one of the posts that I' enjoyed writing the most in the last little while. like my life has been um like it started off really well, started off twenty twenty really well, and then just this weird kind of energy came, and these things happened that really kind of caught me off guard and shocked me, and it's been a while to feel like myself again, but this blog post, like I really enjoyed it, and um, the exploration, which I drop in there a few times, um, exploration of um, my own writing ability. I guess um, I was a- I felt like I was able to do that, and I wasn't just rushed to get a post out. Um, but I talk about Nahu in the previous post. Um, he came a- over with Kupe, They uh, they followed Arua to Arua Muturangi's pet octopus, um, and that. Tanifa, I led them here to Aotearoa. And anyway, while they were here, Ngahue came across the Ponamu and took that back, and that Ponamu was later used to carve the Tearoa waka, which brought my Tupuna over. few generations later, here I am. Um, but in the first line, I said, I wrote about Ngahue coming to Aotearoa and Ponamu finding him. So I have some friends from the Arahura and the way they talk about Ponamu is that it finds you rather than you find it and so I really like that because I'm all about that law of attraction um, and all of the experiences we're meant to have will find us like the people we're meant to meet or have in our lives will always find their way to us or the different opportunities the different learnings uh, the different ponamu will always make them their way to us right, we won't, like, nothing that's meant for me will ever miss me, that kind of thinking, and I love that there's a Māori way to deliver that concept, or to de- de- deliver that kind of or that kind of thinking, that what's meant for us will always find us, and the fact that it's ngāhuē, e, the ties to te arawa, like, I just love it so much. <laughs> Um, but there's another part in here, Ponamu and all its forms find us, shape us, spark us into um, taking action to either bring something back or become something of impact and the basis of this kōrero um, is that, you know, we're encouraged throughout our lives, like we are nurtured in the home and then we go to school and then we're encouraged to kind of go out and seek more knowledge. Um, but a lot of the time, like we do that and we are encouraged for more and more to consume more and more, whatever that might look like. Um, and often we can feel hollow. Right? Because there's no th- that we don't ground that to something. We don't we we aren't channelling that ngahue within us of where we go out and we obtain this knowledge and then we bring it back and we use what we've gathered um to make it worthwhile for others, either whether that be our whanau whether that be just one person um, that we can have a positive impact on. Um, it doesn't have to be grand. It, has, it doesn't have to, like, you know, change the world. Um, whatever it is, if there's one small impact that we can make um and that's where that line comes in whether us harnessing our gifts push and um, pulls and pushes the tides like hina like if we have that kind of impact on the world that it's um makes waves or it changes the tides and you know allows different people to unlock different parts of themselves or it's something tiny um that sparks something in someone or just enough to quench their thirst like they both um i guess in the bigger scheme of things have a similar impact that's what I was trying to get to with that. Like, you know, some people, um, I'm just thinking of um off the top of my head, um, the Kingitanga movement, uh Finakupa, um, uh, the Kohangareo movement, uh Te Matua, like a lot the people involved in those uh, movements uh for TV Maori, or even Ngāhui. you know, like they made huge contributions um and those uh we're still reaping the rewards of their actions um now. Um and but then again there are other people who, you know, like may have just planted a m may have planted a mara and they sustain their whanau or their kai or they're living in that um they're being self determining for themselves. Or, you know, someone who's kind or who makes people's day or who just lights up the room like that. Whatever impact you make, that's your impact, and that's amazing. So, yeah, ahakwa ane, tying it back to ponamu again, I guess. Ahakwa hi iti hi ponamu. Um, and then, a little bit further down, five years ago, the crossroads where I got injured and then ended up leaving my job because I thought I sucked at it. Um, and then, yeah, just finding myself in this unknown te- territory, unknown kind of feeling where I didn't know what being Hana meant anymore and it just like it was really confronting and I felt quite isolated and alone and abandoned Um, but in actual fact in hindsight which is a beautiful thing, um, in actual fact I had this clean canvas or I had this wide open ocean um, that I was free to dive and explore a little bit more. And that's also why the, I guess, URL for this blog post is called The Real Exploration. Because, yep, we explore outwards, but that journey inwards, I guess, will allow us to um, take an extra leap or extra step, I think. Like, the stronger the root system is, um, the taller the tree can grow, the further um, the leaves and the branches can stretch out. And so that journey inwards um, to discover different parts of me that I they have always been there, I believe, like it's always there, it's part of whakapapa, like my tupuna live on through me, I have different gifts that I probably don't even know about yet, and I wouldn't have known about had I never got injured, I don't think, Um, but because I did, and because all my energy wasn't focused on rugby anymore, or training, um, I was now free to explore, and a little bit hesitant at first because I didn't know what was waiting for me in the depths, in the darkness, um, but I had no choice, really. And so in that exploration, in that deep dive uh, to uncover different parts of myself, um, it's, been, it's been amazing. I don't know what else, <laughs> what other word to use for that. It's been confronting, and I've had to check myself a few times, and there have been things um, that I never knew about before, And some of those kind of, I guess, positive and some of those not so, not so much that I've tried to work on or tried to um, figure out why they've existed in the first place and let go of all of that kind of stuff. And there's... Of course there's more to explore, more to dive, but I guess what's changed for me is the willingness to dive, the willingness, the willingness to um, explore the different parts of me and um, I guess check myself and remind myself that I set the limits on how far I deep or how deep I dive into learning about myself. And the more I know about myself, the more self aware I am um the more I understand how and why I am the way I am, and then how I can use that um in this last line of the blog post It's a continuous exploration, and as I continue to grow and evolve um it's um it's a pursuit um of hope that as I do this more ponamu will find me and in that process I'll figure out how I can use that ponamu to help others and so yeah really enjoyed this post um, and it's a reflective of the current state that I'm in at the moment and keen as to hear your whakaro or what you thought of it if you have you interpret it in a different way keen as um, to hear your thoughts, so please let me know, you know how to get at me, Hanatapiata, on Facebook and Instagram, or you can email me, I think it's hana at Um, but yeah, any way you can reach out, please do, keen as about this one, ingari e paitira, catch you on the next one, we're back into it, getting our systems back up and running, Um, but hope you have a good day, we'll be back and I'll catch up with you soon.